Hey hey hey! You are now tuning in to E Colloquium Podcast, specially broadcast to you by Atipo Edition of E Colloquium Publication, where we cover major issues revolving around journalism industry, also real life situation faced by modern journalists reporting in digital age. Now it's time to plug in your earbuds. Listen to e Good day and welcome everyone to Colloquium Publication 2021 Podcast which is a project managed by Semester 5 Journalism Students of UITM Shah Alam. We wish you a very happy day and please take care of yourself during these trying times. Before we begin, let me introduce myself. I am Arfa, your host for today, and I am accompanied by my lovely friend right here, Jacinta Jolin. And today we are going to have a chit chat with someone that has years of experience in this journalism industry. Before we introduce our special guest, Arfa, do you know what is media personality? To me, a media personality is someone that we can look up to as a role model. So, who is your favorite media personality? For me, it's Christy Lou Stout. She's an American journalist based in Hong Kong and a news anchor for CNN International. I like the way she presents news confidently and I always look forward to watch her doing news anchor on TV. And today, we have a media personality whom every aspiring journalist can look up to. Yes, and she is also the president of National Union of Journalists Malaysia. Let's welcome Miss Farah Marshita. Hi Miss Farah, how's life today and how do you cope up with the current MCO situation? Hello, hi everyone. I hope everyone is doing well. Um <laughs> currently, you know, due to the MCO, um there's not a lot of assignments outside. You know, we work from home but we also have to go out. Um yeah, I wish that COVID would end soon and we all can go back to normal. Yes, I agree. We really need to get out of this pandemic soon. <laughs> so, Miss Farah, can you briefly introduce yourself and tell us more about your experience in the media industry. Hi, I am Farah Marshita. I am a journalist with Brita Harian. Um currently I am the president for National Union Journalists of Malaysia and also the chairperson for NUJ NSTP. How long have I been in this industry? Well, compared to my seniors, I must say, you know, I'm still new in a sense that some people have been doing it for like 40 30 years. For myself, I've been in this industry since 2009. Even though you say you are kind of new to it, but still there is also such an experience and you are also considered senior to us since you know you've been starting it since 2009 so the next question will be is journalism something you have wanted to pursue mm, honestly no I actually did my A-level in law oh yeah I know I always wanted to be a lawyer instead of a journalist <laughs> and then <laughs> But back then, I did my A-levels in a college. And then in order to go to the next level, which is to continue my degree in UK for four years back then, it's very expensive because back then, it's like around 120,000 you need per year. Mm. So yeah, like four years. Like, you know, where are you going to get the money and things like that? So I decided to work for a little bit. And then while working, I decided that I do not want to work. Like, you know, I want to earn a degree. I want to be someone I want to make my parents proud so I was thinking what should I do and um, because law was too expensive for me I decided to take journalism uh, the reason why I take journalism is because I love writing at that time I haven't fallen in love with this job yet 
because you know I don't even know you know uh, what journalists you know what do they do and things like that but then again because I love writing and I feel that I'm really good at it so I enrolled myself in a mass comm studies mass comm course and that's where my first step in journalism started and then when I did my journalism course I still wasn't sure if I wanted to become a journalist but then again one day my lecturer decided to send me to Brita Harian for my internship you know from there you know as a as an intern journalist that's where I fall in love with this career and ever since that I never look back like you know I I don't think so I want to be something else now if you ask me do you want to be something else do you want to be a lawyer I'll be like no I don't want to be a lawyer I want to be a journalist I don't think I can do other work beside being a journalist wow that's an inspiring story that we can make an example <laughs> yeah don't always fall in love with it at the first place but then again something along the line will make you fall in love with the job so were there any funny encounters you like to share when you are out for a few work funny i don't know there's a lot of funny things i don't know what's funny for me funny if i cover najib and then mm. the other day what we do is we usually interview him inside the court complex So last last month, if I'm not mistaken, he won a civil suit. So what we did was instead of interviewing him because of the MCO, we cannot interview him inside the complex court. So what we did was we interviewed him at the parking lot, and then again he makes such a fuss about us um interviewing him at the parking lot. He was saying, "Oh, just because I'm menang now, you interview me outside, eh? You don't interview me inside, kind of thing." You know, people think that we sometimes pilih bulu or you know we just because he's no longer. The prime minister, or something like that. We decided to do that to him, but no, it's like you know that's our job. Wherever we can interview people, we interview people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he, he shouldn't uh, make such a huge part out of it anyways, because we are just there to do our job. I know, and then uh, like you know, wherever we can interview people, sometimes like you know at the roadside, wherever we can stop you, that's what we do. That's the fun part of his job. <laughs> Yeah, true, true, true. So, as a female journalist, have you ever felt that your job is dangerous? Like, have you been threatened online or physically when you are out doing assignments? Do I feel that this job is dangerous? Thankfully, I think in Malaysia, I don't really feel that this job is dangerous. Mainly because we are quite protected, lah. I think our boss, you know, as a female journalist, always been extra careful with us, making sure that we don't get. Assignments with strangers or something like that, or go out to dangerous places. But then again, what's the fun in that? Can I mean <laughs> I don't know for no, me no, no. at least. I like challenges kind of thing. I always like to try new things, to go to new places, to interview new people. But then again, we are kind of protected juga lah in Malaysia. We are safe, so I don't feel that like this job is dangerous. But then again, in terms of online abuse, that's normal. I feel that you know, with internet and things like that, we open up ourselves to abuse from online. Especially you know, back when we started FB Live and things like that, and we go online, people can see how we look now. <laughs> Like the reason why I decided you no know, to become a journalist, like a newspaper journalist, is because I don't want people to know how I look, kind of thing, right? Which I'm, you know, we don't want to be like a broadcast journalist, things like that. But then again, with Facebook Live and things like that, suddenly you know people know how we look. You know, back then it's just our name, kind of people tahu. Yeah. Now they know how we look and things like that. And, you know, people are like so harsh. Juga ah, kadang-kadang with the comments, they be like, oh, she she doesn't know how to read news and things like that. She doesn't know how to report. She looks very ugly and things like that. You know, be like. You, that has nothing to do with our job you know people tend to go for your physical things yeah. you know if 
to my colleagues and things like that. They are so mean. But then again, and, and because we're not used to that, can so for us it's like wow, yeah, that's the abuse that we get lah most of the time. But then again, other than that, we're quite safe. <laughs> Um, is that why you are not active on social media? Is that why I'm not active on social media? I am. Uh, how do I say? With me, social media, I will basically have two accounts, kind of thing. Like one is for you know family, close friends, and things like that. One is where I open up a little bit. But it's mostly on union works. But most of the time, it's like I feel that I just want to be known for my work and not, you know, the social media things like that. I know there can be advantages to it, but then mm-hmm. again, I feel like you know our work that stressful, not manage the social media punya stress. Mm-hmm. Thank you, no thanks. <laughs> so that's good to hear. How have you managed the stress of tight deadlines and with the new norm routine? Um, deadlines. I think the reason why I like this job is because of its craziness, tight deadlines kind of thing. I like being in this industry or my job is mainly because I don't have to deal with the same thing every day. If I cover this news tomorrow, it will be something else. I have to submit my story by three ker, by four ker, or you know, mm. while we are in a press conference, we have to send our stories and things like that. And but then again, I feel that despite deadline bosses who are always screaming at you. It makes you always on your feet. It makes you ready. It makes you always know what to expect next. And mm. it's something that I enjoy because you know the moment I submitted my story, I feel like such a burden have been lifted off. When I submit my story, I feel like myself. Yes, I can do it, even though it's so crazy. Even though my boss wants the story now, and you know once I submitted, I feel like mm, this is not too bad. I mean, ala senang je lah macam tu. But you know, I I love the tight deadline. I think. I like to work under pressure. It's something that know, just makes you feel alive. Yeah, I think as students and can also relate to that because you know right now it's like week eleven of the study week and then everyone is also stressing on deadlines. So both me and Arfa can totally relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, if you have tight deadlines, don't uh-huh. like work like super last minute. I know you can do work last minute, but then again, <laughs> always make sure like you know everything that ready. Like for us, before we go for assignments, we look for you know all the information or so the information that are ada with us. So it makes working last minute much easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true, true. true. <laughs> like, like you must always have the outline ready first, so that tak lah gelabah nanti kan. Okay, so next, uh, what is the prospect of being in journalism in Malaysia? Like in terms of your earnings, are you satisfied with it, or say you started from the bottom? How long do you have to wait in order for you to get promoted to a higher position? Since you said you have started working as a journalist back in two thousand and nine, so is there any chances of you getting promoted? Um. I have to say, being a journalist in Malaysia, we don't really make a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't make berpuluh-puluh ribu. Our basic pay is around 2,000 to 4,000. Journalism is something that you have to love. You're not in it for the money. Because if you are in it for the money, I'm sorry to tell you, you'll be mm-hmm. quite disappointed. In terms of just satisfaction, if you are committed, if you are willing to go the extra mile, if you are willing to prove yourself, trust me, you will be given the opportunity. You might have to compete, but then again, extra work and things like that, you will get what you want. But in terms of earning, this is not where you become rich. 
I don't think so. Journalists are rich. I don't. I don't know anyone you know who's a journalist who are rich just by being a journalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in terms of promotion in career, um, it depends on which organization you are. The new organizations they seems to be okay with promotions. You climb up the ladder quite fast. But um, companies that have been there for a while, where you have seniorities, I must say it's quite hard for you to move up the ladder. Even for us. Sometimes it takes 20 years yeah 20 years to move up to one grade such a long wait I know it's such a long wait and then again the seniority in this industry uh-huh. it's quite hard I'm not saying that it's impossible like I said again lah depends on your organization if you pergi organization yang very forward or very open I think you can just climb up the ladder as long as you're hard working you're able to prove yourself promotion shouldn't be a problem mm-hmm. so me and Jacinta should have expect that we need to work hard to be a good journalist right work hard to be whatever you want to be that's what I'm saying but in order to be a journalist you really have to love the job you know sometimes people just quit because the money is not in they don't make that much and then you know at the same time we have to wait for promotion and then we get so high and we just like oh salah pergi tempat lain lah they just don't love the job anymore is it you just don't have that passion sometimes it's between passion and money which one would you choose mm, I think passion is there for a long run right money it doesn't bring <laughs> happiness sometimes <laughs> I don't know I like I don't know I wouldn't say like for now I feel like mm, I want money yeah. but then Depends. Ah. I mean, it's there's no right or wrong answer. At the end of the day, I think we all have goals. But yeah. then me, because I love this industry, I love my work. So yeah, passion. <laughs> so uh, we are going to dive into news prospect. Since there are a lot of fake news going around right now, how do you ensure your work is accurate and factual? Um, we check whatever news that we have. We check with our sources. You know, even right now, when we have a lot of viral news on Facebook lah, on Instagram lah, our job is to check whether it's uh, correct. Um, to find out the sources before we are able to publish the story. I think that's differentiate us from citizen journalists. There's a lot of people out there who wants to be a journalist, but then again, the way we do our job, the way we check our facts, the way we check our sources that is what differentiate us between the people out there so have you ever overemphasized the truth in your stories overemphasize the truth in your stories mm. i think when when it comes to writing a story yeah, mm-hmm. you cannot get too emotional what you have to do you have to be balanced in your story if a story is let's say like a viral story or something like that of people fighting like the last story i read was like macam you know the laksa gaduh do you know Laksa gaduh Yeah like that That one lady Dia jual goreng pisang Next to her Stall is a laksa stall uh-huh. And then again um, I think she was unhappy About it And she threw the laksa On the floor So it went viral Kind of thing uh. Uh, So it's like When you do that story You must be rasa emotional And you feel like You know Why is she doing that And things like that mm. That's so wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we Do that story We cannot just Cover one side And you know Just go on the side Of the laksa people mm-hmm. You have to also ask her Why is she so angry You just have to be balanced and not put yourself in that situation whenever you're writing a story. Even like political stories, girl, you have your own preferred candidates. Mm-hmm. Then again, you cannot focus on that person only. You have to get both sides of the story. The truth will come out, however way you put it. Mm, I understand. So speaking of freedom of speech, right? In Malaysia, generally, we as a public people don't really have that much freedom of speech. So as a new president, what is 
your goal to have more freedom of speech among journalists? Okay, um, I don't think so. The problem is freedom of. I think we have freedom of speech, and then again, everyone have freedom of speech. So whatever you say needs to be menyakitkan hati orang, things like that lah. I think what you want to say, whatever you want to say, it's okay. But then again, you have to make sure it doesn't hurt other people. It doesn't go outside the boundaries of race or religion. Other than that, I think we do have that freedom. However, I would say that in terms of media freedom. That's where media have a problem. Mm. I think sadly, our media freedom is still restricted. Restricted one thing. Um, we have too much media control. For me, I feel that media freedom in Malaysia is still a long way to go before we are able to be totally honest and um, open with the public in terms of our writing because there's a lot of invisible hands controlling the media in terms of what should be written and what should not and some people might say that's not true and things like that but then again you know I've been in this industry I know how it works mm-hmm. I know how certain stories we are not able to write because um, the bosses of the bosses is someone with power so we don't have that freedom in terms of telling the truth telling the complete truth to our public and then again not just that if you write something that might cause disruption to the country or you know you you are called for investigation and right now I think there's a lot of journalists being called for investigations by the police for the things that they write in the media yeah I think the media freedom in Malaysia is still in a very sad condition yeah alright so speaking of uh, media freedom yeah. CIJ NUJ and Gerakan Media Merdeka had submitted a memorandum to communications and multimedia media Minister concerning the press freedom. So, is there any response after that memorandum handover? And is there still hope for the media industry to gain freedom of press? <laughs> so sad, kan? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's no response. I don't think so. They terima pun kita orang punya memorandum tu. I don't know. I feel like our Menteri Communication and Multimedia ni like ignoring us somehow I'm very disappointed in him even in him handling our COVID situation pun you know for the media vaccination pun I'm very disappointed I think I've said this so many times I feel like we are without a minister and then when we send that memorandum pun bukan ada apa-apa feedback pun from him we don't care you know you don't want to listen to us we'll still continue to fight for press freedom we we'll continue to be heard to send whatever memorandum something would change even if it's just a small bit as long as ada perubahan we will continue doing and um, is there still hope for the media industry I always believe there's hope but my hope now lies with you people <laughs> dalam media industry ni there's this seniority things like that and the people who are set in their ways it's quite hard to change them so we have to bring in the changes like the new generation I don't think so we are a complete failure tak I feel that it's just that it takes a while masa yang lama untuk berubah completely to a better state of media freedom and I feel that you guys would be next <laughs> and you guys would bring this passion of fighting for media freedom when, when you're working yeah and then one day when you are working and then your boss say you tak boleh buat story ni our bosses tak bagi you know things like that you'll be like you know you fight for it because that's the truth that you have to fight for it okay since you said there's still no response from whom whatsoever so 
will you still push for it to to take any action or will you just uh, unfortunately pass by just like that no of course we will push for it mm-hmm. we will do everything that we can to basically change media freedom in malaysia we will whenever someone get arrested ke someone gets called to the police ke media gets called to a police we will be there we will mm-hmm. you know fight for them we will be behind them we will um hire a lawyer for them thing is tak kisahlah they don't care ke they don't terima the referendum we won't stop with our effort of fighting for media in Malaysia that's very saddening to hear that uh, someone in the higher ups won't even listen to small people like us yeah but that's he's not the only one that's how it works okay so apart from this kind of question so any advices do you want to say to your younger self <laughs> what do I want to say to my younger self mm. um I don't know it's dog ha no joking <laughs> 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 what do I want to say to my younger self? I take every opportunity given to you. Be brave. You know that how I am. I'll tell you a story. Yeah? I do not want to be a union member. Do you know that? <laughs> When I started, I do not want to be involved in union and things like that. I don't even know what's union. But then again, one day someone offered me the opportunity to become a secretary for my union. And at that time, I was doubting myself whether I'm able to do it. What is this all about? But then again, I took that leap of faith. Um, I'm like, just try. Just be brave. You don't have to do something big suddenly. You just have to start small. So what I can tell myself is start small. Just be brave. Take the opportunity that you've been given. Play an active role And inshallah You know Changes will come And you yeah. will be able To make the changes Anyway You'll be proud of yourself And just don't be afraid lah To take you know Whatever challenges Thrown ahead of you Don't be afraid To take responsibilities You you guys right One day you'll be In this industry Join lah Whatever it is Union or things like that To help fight For our colleague You have to start somewhere And you You can go further So Having a courage is the key lah, right? Through your experience, what does it take to be a good journalist? To be brave, to not have any shame. Don't be afraid to look stupid or don't be afraid to sound stupid. Don't be lazy. <laughs> to be a good journalist, you have to have that passion. You want to do something, like you want to make a change. To be inquisitive, to always want to know answers, to always want to find answers, to always want to make changes and make a difference. You'll be a good journalist if you have that in you. If you want to make a difference, if you're not afraid to look like such a fool. Oh, and you know one thing? Yeah. To be a good journalist, what do you need to have and what do you need to do is you have to be good at waiting. <laughs> Because as a journalist, you spend 80% of your time waiting for an interview, waiting for a press conference, waiting for your source to call you back, waiting. That's what you do 20% is where you get that story the other 80% is where you're waiting so if you are penyaba if you are someone you're sad penyaba trust me you'll be a good journalist the passion is also one thing that a future journalist should have right yeah. and don't merungut <laughs> <laughs> yes speaking about not to make a fool of yourself actually me and Arva kind of have this thing where we always feel embarrassed and nervous for no reason when we want to contact our sources so yes. how do you get rid of that <laughs> Trust me, you cannot get rid of that. If my boss asks me, eh, call this menteri, call this dato, call this whoever, get comments. I hate it. I <laughs> paling benci. You know, like you call people, right? You macam, mm, can you dato? Can you comment this, 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 this? Because 
when you have to call them kan They be like Ni siapa? Like, mm, sorry saya dari berita harian But then again Trust me Bila you dah kerja nanti Daripada you kena marah dengan boss you Tak ada story You akan lebih rela kena marah dengan orang Untuk dapatkan story Oh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like When you At the end of the day Your boss ask you to get something Call someone And then again you go back to him and say um, Sorry boss He tak jawab Sorry I tak ada story ni I think it makes you feel worse about yourself Daripada perasaan takut untuk call someone hmm. And also Bila you dah dapat someone uh, You dah call orang And then you dah dapat the sources You dah dapat apa yang you nak Trust me the feeling is like macam ah, Akhirnya dapat juga Macam you know You be very proud of yourself Yeah Because I'm currently waiting for my source to You know reply back to me also And I think it's true With what you have said just now Passion is also the number one key Yeah you just have In to order to survive I know you have to muka you tebal and then if he doesn't answer be like um hi do you receive my message things like that I like you buat macam tu I know how it feels like even me dah kerja lama pun rasa macam malas je nak call orang but then again I would rather kena marah dengan orang daripada kena marah dengan my boss so it's hard to get our sources do we push for the sources to like reply back Uh, call lah For me If he, he tak jawab SMS uh, For me I always prefer WhatsApp right So uh-huh. I would use myself first And I'll be like You know I'm from this 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 And then he didn't reply Dah blue tick Things like that kan mm. You call And you call lah You call sampai dia jawab Ha macam tu Sebab nanti dia It's either Dia akan jawab And he be like Sorry I'm busy Things like that kan Atau Dia akan macam I don't want to comment Ah, uh, Then you can go like Boss dia tak nak comment But you try You buat sampai dia macam Sampai dia reply Lah. Ah. I see So I can make An example From that ah, Persistent <laughs> je If you have someone And just get them Like for me Like even for me pun You guys lambat And dapat I kan Persistent Like macam sometimes We lambat sikit Jawab telefon And things like that lah Yeah I realize It's a busy <laughs> world <laughs> Without realizing We have come to an end To our session Aww. Time really moves fast When you are spending it With precious people <laughs> It was nice having you guys talking to you guys uh, so Miss Farah one yeah. really last advice to those who are afraid to pursue journalism because of <coughs> the influence of their surroundings as your last words what do you mean by they are afraid of their surroundings I mean they might have seen journalists getting injured while covering assignment and all of that and you know the fear they might have feel when people mention about journalists might be caught or pergi balai ke apa ke um, first of all if you want to be a journalist you have to ask yourself why are you doing this you have to be honest with yourself eh? why do you want to do this some people want to do this um, because they feel like they be seen on TV ke and things like that ke or you know this is another pathway untuk jadi terkenal correct yourself first because you have to remember that journalism is not such a glamorous job eh? it mm. is a very dangerous job but then again um Ask yourself again Why are you doing this? If you're doing this Because you really like Informing people um, You want to make a difference Then then this is something That you should do Because I'm not going to sugarcoat This job lah Because I'm I'm telling you This job memang tak fun pun sebenarnya um, You nampak fun I mean certain Certain things will be You know look fun lah You know you go to a press conference People bagi you goodie bag But then again That's just 10% of it lah You know the 10% of it You kena The other percentage You kena maki and 
Like, that's the reason why I say you ask yourself why do you want to be a journalist? Why do you want to be in this profession? If you not sebab you want to make a difference, you know, you want to berkhidmat kepada uh, masyarakat dengan gaji yang tak banyak and this is something that you should do and you should be proud of doing. But if you, you know, you want a glamorous, glamorous kind of thing, this is not for you. Maybe you should try something else. So, there's a risk to consider before we pursue journalism, right? Yeah. So, I'm not saying that the journalism ni buruk sangat tak adalah kan ada juga glamorous-glamorous dia tapi kebanyakannya tak tak glamorous sangat lah so thank you so much for your time Miss Farah we are hoping to see you as our senior in this industry soon we will also like to invite you to our online colloquium on 30th June with the team Digital Safety Combating the Rising Threats Among Journalists and you can just visit our Instagram at colloquium43 to find out more about this event The podcast has been successfully run by Semester 5 students majoring in journalism from the Faculty of Communication and Media Study UiTM Shah Alam. Keep up with us on our official Instagram at Kolokim43 and subscribe to our YouTube channel Sasaran. Also, website Journalism Kolokim where we post feature stories, news video clips and podcasts. You don't want to miss what's next, so stay tuned with the Colloquium Podcast!